Hearing voices? I'm hearing voices. You're listening to Hearing Voices with Scott Watson. This morning on Hearing Voices with Scott Watson, some thoughts that are very personal. 150 years ago, a small farming town began in Edgar County, Illinois. You'd look at it most of the time in the 1800 months that have passed and perhaps conclude that it's nothing special, but you'd be wrong. Situated in Ross Township, the population of Chrisman has hovered between 1,200 and 1,400. It started as a settlement of 541 and grew to 1,400 in the 1980s. Ten years after that, 20% of the people had left or died. As a child, I loved Chrisman, Illinois. That's where my dad was born and raised, and it's where so much of the best part of who I am came to be sown. The central part of Chrisman has always been the square and the park that it contains. While the businesses have mostly dried up, in the 60s and 70s it was home to the Chrisman State Bank, the First National Bank, Yance's Hardware, Ben Cook's Drug Store, a clothes shop owned by Ben's wife June, the Chrisman Leader newspaper, a United States post office, an IGA grocery, the fire department, all volunteer, the Hayworth Insurance Company, Mooney Motors, and a doctor's office, staffed either by Dr. Khan or Dr. Montnina. And one to two days a week, Dr. Kirsten, the dad or the son, would come and look at everyone's eyes that needed an appointment. Since then, there have been others, but that's the list for me, the nine-year-old me that remembers Chrisman. The town had a chuck wagon and the Colonial Kitchen. Those were the places where you ate. The Colonial Kitchen was a smorgasbord. That's not a word that we hear much anymore. There was another place out in the country run by Kay Crispin and her family. It served wonderful fried chicken until it closed. But my favorite and a real treat was to take my grandmother Watson's Oldsmobile Delta 88 to the frost top. Riggins Frost Top, a drive-in for an orange freeze. Always an orange freeze. She never let us order anything but an orange freeze. And back then, there was only one size. But life for a child could be no better. Among the things that Chrisman taught me was that names in small towns are different than the names in the big city. Why, Monroe Street alone contained Fern Anthony, Bernice Hayworth, Hyla Bishop, and Florence Watson. All these years later, and I've never met another Fern, Bernice, Hyla, or Florence. They were joined in their social group by Mayreen Kendall. Oh, there were others. There was a guy in town who was a mechanic named Noodles Ellis, a farmer named Harry Morris, Ora Richardson, and a flagman named Harry Hayworth. Crispin wasn't a diverse town. There was one black man. His name was Sid Ramey, and he was the town barber. Other family names were the Holtz, the Genesis, the Woodyards, the Murrays, and a family friend, Herschel Ketchum. Hearing Voices with Scott Watson is available 24 hours a day, seven days a week on demand at whtc.com. We're also on Apple, Google, Spotify, and anywhere that you access high-quality entertainment. And if you have a thought, a comment, or a guest suggestion, you can email me. Hearing Voices Radio, all one word at gmail.com. Hearing Voices Radio at gmail.com. And if you're polite, I promise to respond. So this weekend, folks will gather in Crispin, Illinois, where 50 years ago, my brother and I drew some attention when we dressed up 
and rode solo as the youngest participants in the Centennial Parade. A picture of us is on their website now. I was invited to come back this year, but no one wants to see a 59-year-old me dressed up like Abe Lincoln riding a pony. But that young boy has so many good memories of Christmas. Though my grandparents lived just off the square, it was life on the farm, three miles away, that was my favorite. There were ponies, horses, goats, a farm pond where bass, bluegill, and yellow perch, along with channel cats, were my daily targets. All those moments spent with my grandfather, certainly time well spent. He hauled the first truck of standard oil gas into the state outside of Cook County. He retired from that job, but continued as a gentleman farmer, elected official, and an auctioneer. I was once told that my granddad sold most of Christman at least once. Estates, houses, land, livestock, they were all sold from a turquoise auction box, which was really an old Ford that he had outfitted with a podium, sound system, but no AC. I spent many hours sitting behind him in that hot auction box, watching, learning, and enjoying just about every minute of it. It's one of my favorite memories. Small country towns have had a rough go of it the past 40 years. Flaky pie crusts, dark tea, really clean houses, fried chicken, thick gravy, hollyhock flowers, antiques, farm tools, clean air, flies, waving to others in passing cars and trucks, a persimmon tree, cedar bushes, warmth, love, and chiggers. That's what I learned in Christman, and I'm so glad I did. This weekend, the sesquicentennial, and it will feature yard sales, a band contest, a tractor show, a small tractor pull, music, a car show, a three-on-three basketball tournament, fireworks, an old-fashioned cakewalk, a cute baby contest, a fish fry, carnival games, church, and a parade. I'd love to be there, and my heart will be, because you see, it never really left. Happy sesquicentennial, Chrisman. I love you. I'm grateful for you. Enjoy the parade, enjoy the party, and each other. I'm Scott Watson.